Three, two, one. Wait, and we're back. <laughs> oh. Randall Banter. Hey. The Massachusetts Cruise in Florida. What up? Hello. Eric Quitadamo. Here I am. Does anybody know you as Eric? Does anybody still call you that besides your mom? Um, I mean, people at work. I'm usually not. I'm not your, like, you know, I'm not like, hey, I'm Q at work. Why? So, yeah, why? That's what everyone calls you. When they, It's weird because, like, I'll tell people, I'm like, oh, all my friends call me Q, and they're just like, well, that's weird. But there is, there is like, a lot of people that don't know my name, and when they hear it, they're floored. I have a ton of people like that. We don't need to go into that, but yeah. that's a very common thing. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people who are like, who the fuck's Eric? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? then, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Mike LaRose, welcome. How's Sirs, it going, man? It's going great. How are you guys? This is probably the most... Uh, we've, been, we've been hanging out for two days. I don't know why I asked how you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, this is the first time we've seen each other. To, What's to new, gentlemen? Start a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Duff, these guys have been in your house for two days. How, how are I'm you so still here? His wife's uh, already fake <laughs> sick, so... There's I want to uh, bring him to the airport tonight. <laughs> I tell you, I find it funny that Joanna's like, I'm too sick to come. Yeah. Duff's house has a new smell. None of us can explain it. Yeah. The smell of divorce coming. <laughs> I don't think you guys could do that. <laughs> Duff hasn't been able to do it himself for yeah, <laughs> ten true. years. Yeah, and I say I I love the show, and every time I hear the theme, oh, I think us. of I think of like Full House with the uh, the Rush Hour Renegades. Uh, Rush Hour <laughs> Renegades <laughs> coming at you. Barrett thought it was E E I ish. Is what he said. Isn't that a sports radio show? Because if so, I don't know it. I don't <laughs> see that. Is yeah. it like a canned open, or is it something that you had to buy? No, it was I. I downloaded, I think, is free music on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like yeah. free use music and stuff. Royalty free. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking for a theme song. You need a theme yeah. song. Yeah, just like when I just walk like, into a room, yeah. it just hits over. Or like just a, automatically, if you call someone, it becomes their ringtone. Yeah, that yeah. would be pretty. I feel like we just turn this off. We have an invention. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, get on it. <laughs> well, we, we were talking earlier because Barrett was criticizing us for that. So um, he actually suggested Q do a, a, a lead in for us, but we thought it'd be too emo. So we didn't want to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you it's so weird. You when, someone crying. It's, it's so weird open. when your intro is just like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he said to use the uh, Blue Movie or, or the, whatever band you oh, were in yeah, yeah. when you made the CD. I was like, I, I think that's too kind of emo punk. Um, we were, I'm we, trying we to think if we upbeat. had a song that would, I mean, maybe like the song, Brace Yourselves, Everyone, Giggly Around and Amana Nafanacons. You still got to say that. Yeah. You just have a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you have to post all this on Spotify so people can go. I honestly, I don't even have it in my music. I do have the master CD. Kids, CDs were these things we used to listen to. They were round metal disc that a laser played. Now, them. are you willing to give the complete recording rights of Blue Movie to the Rando Banter podcast right now? Done. <laughs> so you now own those. Those are you Shark Tank? Yeah. I know. What just happened? In perpetuity. What do we? What do we own now? <laughs> you own a complete blue movie you, collection. You own a song with a stupid name. <laughs> you own something a, you don't want. A lot of emo lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Good start. This is yeah. We're off to a, a great start. Q. So let's try to have some structure here. I've, I've yeah. got several questions. Okay. Um, we, we always, especially musicians and people in military backgrounds and how did you get where you... Mm-hmm. So where where did music... Are you a band geek or where did music start for you? No, I didn't... Um, I didn't... I wasn't in the school band. It was eighth grade and literally my friend came up and said, hey, uh, he was playing guitar and he's like, hey, I want to start a band. You should play bass. And I said, okay. And it was around... You, you teach me to bass? Yeah, I... 
honestly just taught myself that's why I'm not good. Um, <laughs> but I, it was around Christmas, and I asked my parents, I'm like, can you get me, like, this bass? And then I did that, and then slowly... And I mean, now I'm just absolutely in love with music. You know, bands break up. Any band that's together is amazing because that means everyone's all kind of on the same page. And slowly it it got all the way down to like, I'm going to do acoustic with just me and my guitarist, who's really good. And then out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I think I'm just done with music. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. How many bands have you been in? I mean, it's been roughly the same lineup the whole time, but... You know, like probably like four or five like ins and outs and then like one acoustic act yeah and then every now and then i'm like i'm gonna just put together a set and strike out on my own and then i don't did he really give up music forever he literally oh, okay. said like i'm done with music yeah and that was who mitch mitch okay. love you mitch if you're listening <laughs> still, was, i'm still like there's no ill will it's, it's not like, you it's me yeah you, you pretty much just got broken up well like uh, and then like during the conversation he's like i feel like i'm i'm killing your dreams right now i'm like you're not you're getting into there being aspirations but have you you kind of given up on that or you still no i mean i would and then i play in front of people and they're like oh no you are good enough to like go out on your own but i guess i'm just too i criticize myself too much and like it's got to be perfect and if i mess up like once during a song I'm like this is not good enough plus when you're by yourself and you try listening back everyone's their own worst critic right right and like i post Every now and then I'll post a song on Instagram, but what people don't see is I've played that song like 10 times, fucked it up nine times, <laughs> like in an hour. Like by the end of that video, my th- voice hurts, my fingers hurt. And that's another thing because I haven't played live since maybe like 2017. Mm-hmm. And your voice is definitely something that if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. So I'd have to like retrain all of that again. I tell you right now, your voice sounds great on this podcast. I think I gave you too much bass. I like it. No, I was going <laughs> to, I was proud. And I have a little rasp yeah, from a little, a little, a little, a little uh, yeah. ro- wobbly pops from last night. <laughs> so right. this, I like this sound. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> so Mike, as, as uh, Q's kind of adopted. Uh, Sibling. I don't, I don't know which way to take that. I but think he's a dependent. I think as yeah. a, I, I believe, I believe in my, my best man speech at Mike's wedding. He, I describe myself as the little brother he never wanted. No, <laughs> nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's changed. Yeah, but you got him. Yeah, I'm not yeah. so little anymore. Maybe that's the only thing that's. Why doesn't Mike learn an instrument? And you guys can kind oh, of. Oh, uh, Mike is like the least oh, musically the, talented. Yeah. Person. I don't have an ear for music. I, I bet you I know someone who's less talented than you. Duff. no but like duff hasn't said a word in like 20 minutes if i live down here i think duff and i could do something pretty good yeah you know he's very talented he's way more talented than i am he's too humble on this every time we bring up that he oh he's like ah, i just play you know once or twice by myself i know it's almost like he he hides under the table yeah those once or twice is like i'll i'll come down here and he'll play and it's just like oh cool so you haven't missed a beat you know know. someone like duff always surprises me when like they're able to just pick hear a song and pick up Mm -hmm. an instrument and play Mm -hmm. it without looking up you know keys or tabs or whatever yeah just like oh i have the ear for it where i couldn't name instruments in a song yeah like Like, i'll play what is that a kazoo i'll play a song that (laughs) duff knows and i'll be like oh what is that like an f i'm like what the fuck is an f but no i'm just i know what an f is now but like back a yep. while ago, I didn't know what an F was. Well, Q, your next nursing contractor, Joanna said you could stay with us. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, damn it, he forgot. Yeah, what? but then, <laughs> no, jo- Joanna said he could stay, and then she faked sick for the rest of the yeah. week. Yeah. The minute yeah. Q seemed she's interested. Second, yeah, she's, <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, I got a contract down in Florida. She'd be like, actually, our house floated away. So. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you're allergic to cats. Uh, <laughs> you're allergic to cats. <laughs> 
So speaking of Duff and Q and your future band endeavors, <laughs> let's take a look back. Ooh, <laughs> way back. I machine. hope you have like tapes. <laughs> Just like you know, before we jump in, can I say, you know, you guys do a really good show, but we have like a hundred years of friendship on the podcast right now. Mm -hmm. yeah, if we were to really like break it down. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of how well, to do an intro, and and I think the way we did it of just. Just random. Nobody's yeah. ready, so let's yeah. start. Yeah. Just, just, just bean busting. Like how we all met each other. No one's ready. But yeah. here we are. <laughs> I was going to bring it in and say, basically, essentially, aside from our parents and wives, you know, the oh, four yeah. of us have had an effect on each other mm. in a way that, you know, again, you take away parents and wives probably the most. Oh, know? yeah. Yep. So <clears throat> I've known you guys since crazy. I was in, still in high school. Yeah. I'm 57. <laughs> Actually, one of the first, this is a fun thing. One of the first, I think it's the first time Larry and I ever hung out like outside of school was, I think I was like 13 and he showed up to my house and was just like, hey, we're going to go to, I, I think we were just driving around with somebody. And I was like, all right. And he comes in the house and he grabs me and we go to the leave and he turns around and he goes, the girl that's driving asks we're 16. And I'm just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and that's basically how the friendship started. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we were going to, um, what's that bar? It was like a music bar on, uh, oh, I can't oh, the Java Hut? In Webster Square. In, oh, okay. I think it was in Webster, wasn't it? No, it was in Webster Square in Worcester. Oh, oh probably the Java pool Hut. Hall. London, London Billy is that was the only. Let's one. pretend that yeah. that matters. Yeah, it does. No, it was whatever. <laughs> it was it was like a little bar that also had, you know, small musician, yeah, uh, music, whatever. So we were going there. Yeah. The oh, girl, so Mike was right. I was didn't sixteen matter. or seventeen, <laughs> yeah. and we were thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, you were thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. And I like how you're like, oh, at the bar, just say you're 16. Like, that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can go in. It was like yeah, a music hall. Exactly. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. It was like an under 21 type place. Oh, okay, but okay. I think the fact that. Shabooms? Larry was no. trolling <laughs> with a girl three years ago. You remember where, you know where Galway is on, yes. um, is that Route 9? Yeah, it's on Stafford. Stafford Street. So, Stafford Street. So that turn local. that sends you back towards Auburn, towards where Barrett's wedding was. Yeah, I know where that is, yeah. <laughs> All your right on the right, there used to be a pool hall and like that little... <laughs> Somebody just... All you your Florida listeners, listeners all your yeah. Florida listeners are like, Ugh. yeah. yeah we've, you, we've talked about far more localized yeah. things. Than you this. people in Wisconsin, that's true. Help us out. Anyway, I'll, I'll edit this down to. Uh, <laughs> we don't know where this place is. He'll edit this down to a random banter, Larry <laughs> and Dove. <laughs> yeah, random banter, Larry and Dove. So where did the whole uh, Duff shitting on Q for fifteen straight years start? I don't know, to be honest. Right. I, I know think, it, I it, it, just, went, it went heavy at my uh, bachelor party. Yeah, I think he just looked at my dumb face and was like, I don't like it. <laughs> Fair. I think we always just roasted each other, but this, yes. no. this turned into a new... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's what it is, because I feel like they've always liked each other. Oh, yeah. yeah no, we I, have. I feel like sometimes you're just able to yeah. uh, find an easy target. Well, but like, yeah, well, honestly, Mike's right, and you guys have brought it up on the podcast many times like when you're up in massachusetts you get roasted a lot and you know i was i was kind of brought up that way but then when i got into this group of friends it was like being trial by it's fire. like it's like you're, you have a bungee cord and you got pushed like they didn't say like <laughs> one two three jump i got pushed and i was an easy target for a long time like yeah. a very long time but then you, you know you go through those battles and you're like you learn how to fight back and now fuck you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. And there was never any. I'm not saying like no. There, there was no hatred or animosity. Right, right. No, it was all in good fun. Duff, Duff was uh, he was my Mr. Miyagi. He's building me up. He's <laughs> like, you is. got this. What's that line in Fight Club where they're like, he came in the he came in the Fight Club as a water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Left like yeah. God damn it, I don't even know it, but yeah, exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Edit this out. Yeah. No, <laughs> cut that. No, random no. banter. Yeah. Larry and Duff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not editing any of this out. <laughs> this is all staying in. So, Mike, how are taxes? Still numbers yeah, and still stuff? Still numbers, yeah. Still <laughs> numbers federal and, and states. <laughs> how much money is Q getting back this year? None. None. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can, I, can I tell you that, though? Like, because I never made what I call adult money okay. until, I got, I, until I got into the career I got. And Which I was is? just like, nursing. I'm a, I'm a nurse if anyone... I've never brought it up before. But, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Today he told me he was a doctor. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Um, but I'm like, all right, I guess maybe, you know, school's out so I don't get that back. And my taxes might be a little lower because, you know, I'd usually get maybe a little more than a grand back with my other salary. And he, I was like, uh, Mike would text me the numbers. He's like, all right, so uh, you're getting 57 back from the government and you owe the state of Massachusetts 75. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's life, baby. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. for a good, like, I mean, even still now, a good 10, 12 years Everybody would reach out to you between February and May. Still mm-hmm. new. Oh yeah, and no, uh, it's funny because this like things like social media, like Facebook and stuff that I'm just done with. But from January to the middle of May, you can't. Be- it just blows up. Oh yeah, so, like everyone will reach out to me and stuff, and it's good because it built business. But uh, mm-hmm. no. Well, that's yeah. what happens when you go showing off and you have, you know, a finance degree and a, mm-hmm. a business degree, and he's got a minor in accounting and. Anything else I'm missing? Hold on. CPA? No, 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 keep going. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. He's, he's going to be a CPA eventually. Oh. Are, are you, is there aspirations for that or no? No, there's not. Because it's a, a lot of public I think he's stuff. got the rank of captain. Yeah. <laughs> Which was weird. That was tough to earn, but we got there. <laughs> yeah. My proudest moment against Mike was taking the... Uh, was it? It was either junior, accounting was, one or junior. It was year small junior business. year small business. Yeah, I took the uh, award in our class. Yeah, so I was like, at least you won't gain two hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you can this see, microphone Mike's, almost just got covered with drink. <laughs> Mike still holds a grudge. <laughs> yeah, just a little bitterness there. <laughs> Is it hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he went there <laughs> i mean i've gone there every yeah. episode yeah so. but um, an- another thing you guys talk about usually is uh first time drinking and larry i was drunk the first time around you do you remember it no at uh jesse's um mom's stepmom's no it was his oh, mom's his yeah, it was in spencer yeah Massachusetts, in spencer yeah out of towners and i was like i told you guys i had drank before but i didn't and I'm like, yeah, okay. six pack of Mike's hard lemonade that I drank in maybe like a half hour because I was I was. There's nervous very drinking. few times we hung out at. Oh yeah, no, this was the only time I was ever there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember because he ended up throwing up. Yep. And he threw up on his jeans, so he like had a pair of shorts and he left his pants. Because yeah, I had there. to work the next yeah. day. And then Jesse's brother <laughs> kept the jeans. So yeah. he would just wear Q's pukey jeans for like five oh, years. Jesse's, Jesse's stepbrother. He'd like us to specify that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But that was, there's been a few times in my life where I've passed out and people have woken me up. And I don't know what kind of signal I'm giving, but they're like, he's going to throw up. <laughs> and I, I'm like so drunk, I don't feel it. And you were like, ah, get him to the toilet. <laughs> Which is weird. People weren't saying toilet back no, then. No, he but, made that up. Yeah, he made that up. Trademark that. 
<laughs> I don't remember any of this. Mm. Yeah, a very long time ago. Mm. Yep. Another recurring thing on this podcast is how I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> and how good you are at geography. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Florida. <laughs> we are. What side of the world's that on? North. See, actually, another recurring thing that we Ooh. talk about all the time is our trips. Ooh. And um, mm-hmm. I think yeah. us I three th- are the only ones that have made all, all yep. seven, I believe. Yep. Seven North Carolina trips. That's right. Yep. Which I actually liked was when we, you know, we were one five straight years. Mm-hmm. And then um, that was six to ten. Six, if that's five, yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and then our um, accountant's not good at math. We Sorry. randomly, you know, because life things happen, we stopped going. And I remember randomly we were just talking about going again and just reached out to Duff and was like, hey, would you be interested in going back? And he's just like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of like springboard. I th- thought actually, you'd never ask. No, yeah. And I think we think we we're actually in a brewery in Webster. I think we're in KDC, and then that just kind of springboarded, and we were like, all right, we're going to stay at any house except for, like, the original one we stayed at, and then we found we looked at every other house, and then we're like, all right, plan B. So the original one we stayed at. (laughs) Every time something like that comes up, I'm like, oh, Duff and Joanna are probably out. They probably got too much stuff to do, and they probably hate us, and then they're always there. I love it. Yeah, that's why we text Joanna now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's key. Yeah. Yeah. If you need an answer... Quickly text Joanna. Yeah, I, or do what I do. I just I text all three of his phones. Yeah. All two of Joanna's phones. I, I call his secretary at work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can't ignore me there. Yeah. I was gonna drop the name, but I can't. Forgot about that. No. <laughs> we, no we can't mention. What was your favorite of all the trips? Oh. It's, it's, it's more like moments. On the yeah, spot. Yeah. And that's what yeah. it is. It's yeah. you know what I always like about it and it's it's really been a the more recent ones than the la- than the cup like the first couple we had is not a North Carolina like a Outer Banks one, but we went to Asheville a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I kept saying like we ended up having more fun at ten o'clock in the morning drinking coffee on the porch than we did at ten o'clock at night drinking beer around the table. Mm-hmm. So it was just a sign of your age at the time. Well, yeah. it's, I think I don't think it's that. I think. You know, as a group of friends, we're not the, the type of people that need to really do stuff to entertain each no, other. No, absolutely not. And, you know, we can just kind of sit around a podcast and I, bring I it mean, up to the masses. Most of those North Carolina trips, besides, like, Wiffle Ball, it was just yeah. us drinking, you know, sitting around. But, like, I mean, not worrisome drinking. <laughs> you know? It's just us, you know, yeah. just us bleeding it's from just the liver. But that's <laughs> just what we were doing at that point. Right. Or not. Like, and, and people would always ask, like, oh, what do you do down in North Carolina? Do you go like, to the mm, beach? Yeah. Hang out no. yeah. yeah we, we only went to we're the beach like, the first year. And, and that, when you ask that, that's always tough to say because, you know, people think, oh, what do you guys do down there? It sounds like so much fun. And we're like, nothing. Yeah. yeah. We don't do much. When someone got proposed to once there. That was kind of fun. Twice. Who else? Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Hey, sorry, Jesse. Jesse got proposed to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jill took a... Jill asked Jill took the... Took, she took the what? plunge. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hearing a heart attack live on yeah, that. What is going on? Are you all right? <laughs> no. Um, it's because you haven't put the beer in the damn mug yet. Well, I'm still drinking this uh, girly drink. Oh. Uh, blue Blackberry White Claw. This podcast is brought to you by Blackberry White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we have definitely got to that point where it's about eleven thirty, and we're just fighting to stay oh, up yeah. till midnight. Just because. like these past few nights, we're like, "Yay, past midnight!" Yeah. Like we think of, you know, but the you, clocks were just set back. Yeah. It's kind of not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We think of like <laughs> Megan and you. never fell back on the clock. <laughs> Megan and you who have kids now, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm thinking, bit, thinking back to the old trips, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to put Emma through that. And it'd be like nine o'clock, and be like, oh, I hope Emma goes to bed so we can too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's the kids one calling us. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, I was proven wrong because she would not care. No, I don't think no. so. No. I, I think, you know, she would whenever, have a great time. Whenever yeah. we're here, she's the center of attention. And that's mm. how she wants it. Yeah. So, she's very talented, by the way. We were looking at her drawings and stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Very talented. Thank you. you, you you've got a little talent going there, too. You know, I try. Well, Everyone, comes, like, don't every, be humble. Well, Come on. Everyone's like, uh, a lot of people look at my paintbrush tattoo, and they'll be like, oh, why a paintbrush? Which, first of all, is a weird question. But <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I... What was your thought process? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I paint, and they're like, oh, are you good? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Here's some of my paintings. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I Again, that's one thing that I'm super... I have so many half paintings at home because i'm like this is gonna come out garbage so i'll just get rid of it yeah and yeah i'm just have you ever kept one and then kind of picked it back up later on well a lot of them i do look at i'm like crap i should have kept going because you know you got to trust the process and be like just kind of keep moving with it but i get frustrated and i'm just like no this is crap and now i'm kind of getting to the point where i'll paint over canvases so it's kind of like that but i don't know where'd that start just the painting and the um, getting I that. actually was really artistic when I was a kid, like drawing, and then literally it just disappeared. And okay. I could barely draw a stick figure. Even now, I'm not very good at drawing. Um, and then my sister was having a paint night, and someone canceled. And she's like, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And literally, I just took the paintbrush, and, you know, she's telling us what to do, and I brushed the canvas, and I, it, like... It felt like a weight lifted from my shoulders. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I just took drugs. It was so stress relieving. Yeah. And now like, feel like your trip to the airport. Oh, yeah. Boy. And now it's like um, it's like a process. I'll pick um, music that just kind of fits the mood and just shut the world out and paint. And then if it's a good painting, then yay. And if it's a painting that I abandoned in the middle, then I'm like, well, this is a wasted day. <laughs> it's actually good. I feel like you guys never get interviewed. What are your outlets? Like, you know, oh, I yeah. feel like at your age, you always need some sort of outlet. I mean, is it podcasting? Like, kind of what do you do in order to just say, all right, I need, I need to take some time away from the world? I mean, Duff goes go golfing. golfing. Yeah. I'll occasionally go golfing, and then it just frustrates the living hell out of me. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's when I need to go home and drink and have a cigar. <laughs> we, when, when we golf, yeah. we have an ongoing joke where we're like, that was horrible. See you next week. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And that's so true. Yeah. it's <clears throat> Someone said golf was the most frustrating way to relax, and that's, like, the best yeah, <laughs> way yeah. to put it. Yeah. I've always had a, a way of not needing. Uh, so when I was younger, I would have, when I got mad, I would just, you know, you just kind of push it <laughs> Massachusetts, down. Massachusetts. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll just wait for that to be an aneurysm later in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to say I do that, but I'm just able to, I don't. I, I just let things go right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hold grudges. You've always, you always kind of had that ability yeah. to kind of just let it roll out. Like, you'll get yeah. initially, a, like, angry about something. Oh, I'll get mad within, within five minutes. Roll off your shoulder, which yeah. is something I think we all wish we could do better. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Duff's obviously has a drinking problem. That's, <laughs> that's been well documented on the podcast. Cheers. Lime. <laughs> 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 well, one thing, like... I've noticed about Larry is you'll focus on something and you do really, really well at it. Like right now it's podcasting and stuff. And this is, you know, when you did the comedy stuff, 
Yeah. You like blew up the scene up in Massachusetts. Speak, you know? Speaking of that, yeah. I had a question I thought of for you. Okay. You talked about. 11 inches. No. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I've never seen ladies sweat before. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> somebody had asked you if you could go back. You know, do you regret moving down to Florida? And you kind of, I don't want to say we're lukewarm. You said you didn't, but there's things you wish that, you know, you miss about being at home. Yeah. Not that you couldn't move down, but do you wish you would have given it another, like the promoting another two or three years to see where it went? Yeah. I mean, I don't. So let's just say I wish I started two or three years earlier. Yeah. Well, well that's escape. That's a cop out. That is a cop out. <laughs> no. That's the truth. I wouldn't change moving here. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, uh, at the time, we were, we had gotten as big or as good of a following as we'd ever mm-hmm. had. Yeah. And it, because it was a growing. I wish I could have moved it. Yeah, yeah but. and you did try to move it, but there's not a comedy scene yeah. down here, right? Like, there is. Yeah. It's just different, and yeah. the way booking, just getting a venue in general up in Massachusetts, people are like, "Oh, you want to bring a couple hundred people to my bar?" Exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down yeah. here, they treat you as if you're a wedding. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Okay, well, I need a thousand dollars for rental. I need a thousand dollar guarantee for food and beer." Yeah. Yeah, because it's crazy. It. It's wild now. If you were to go back to Mass, you've been down here three years now, four years, six. So yeah, three. Um, <laughs> yeah, you moved down last year, right? He's good at math. You just got here. You're still unpacking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you were to go back to Massachusetts now, there's multiple venues you could get just for bringing people through the door. Yeah. And it's been that long since you've been doing them. Yeah. So last summer, Tom Dwyer had a, a Zoom call with me and Justin Smith, and he's like, "You guys book it." And he's like, you can stay down there. I'll handle everything yeah. on this end. Comedy's blowing up. Everybody's wanting and, to go back out. And I think that's what we should do this. And I think that's kind of where the thought came is <clears throat> being up where we are in the woods of Massachusetts, as a former guest of yours used, calls us. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Is the, the comedy scene is growing up quite a bit. And yeah. I think comedy, as much as we joke around, is something that kind of brings us all together. Sure. I think we all like to laugh mm-hmm. at yeah. Q mostly. Yeah. But you know, all together. And I think, you know, those shows that you used to have were, you know, very good. Appreciate and it. You were mm-hmm. doing them not just for profit for yourself, but a lot of them for nonprofit organizations and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a lot of fundraisers. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of it was I loved stand-up at the time. I still do love stand-up. You know, that started going with shows with you, you know, 18 maybe, years old. Maybe you want to mention who you're pointing to on a podcast. Duff. I mean, the, <laughs> we've <laughs> talked about it 16 times, so yeah. if you listen to any yeah. of the other shows, you know. First because time. of... Um, First time, long time. Because of what you did, though. Like, I got to see... It, you would evolve us all, and it was great. Like, I got to see backstage at the Palladium, which is, like, yeah. a place that I've, you know, saw seen countless shows, and it was just a cool moment for me. Yeah, and I was cool. like, well, this well, is as dirty as I think it would be. Yeah, as I thought it, it would was be. just disgusting. As <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Was. yeah. I think I stepped on a used needle. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orlando Baxter saying, is anybody else worried this place is about to collapse? Exactly. I, you you know? probably haven't been there recently. No. It's come a long way because they got new owners. And yeah. now they do like during the summer, yeah. all their concerts are outdoors. Now they're in, like really? the parking lot behind like a festival. Yeah, it's really now, come now a long way. Now it's only new needles yeah. to step on. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. Now they have the safe shoot up spots at the concerts. Yeah, it's awesome. Hi, Mom. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, I like doing things like that when, you know, I'm in control. Hmm. You know, having a business partner like Justin Smith or doing the podcast with Duff where there's, you know, somebody else that has that same control. But that's where, you know, I've always been good when I go. And you can ask Megan and I have talked about this all the time. 
when I go all in on something, I'm yeah. And I'm I, think, I yeah. think that's something that's admirable about you is like if you have an idea, you're gonna take it till the end. Yeah, and you know what I mean. You'll, either fail with it or succeed. Exactly, with it. or you'll <laughs> I fail or, several or, times, or you'll succeed with it and then move away from it. <laughs> we started that. Uh, remember the flag football league? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that was essentially every well, with the exception of Duff, because you, you know, wanted there, to move yeah. to Florida early. But it was yeah. us, Aaron, and like Maisto and Justin yeah. Smith. We all put that together. Yeah, and, see, and I admire you for that. I'm more of like a follower. I'm more of a Larry. You tell me what to do. Like and they made that joke. Mike and Tiff made that joke because I'm like, I'm going to Iceland, and you guys aren't invited. And you'd be like, Yeah, you want to know how to get out of the airport? And I'm like, Damn <laughs> it, you're right. Yeah. Q would say he's going to Iceland, and then like 45 minutes call us and be like, I missed my plane. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, It's tomorrow. Like, oh, no one checked me in. <laughs> yeah, Tiff, Tiff does check us in. Thanks, yeah. Tiff. Yeah. You gotta have that person. Yeah, yeah. Tiff definitely was the babysitter this trip down, I think, too. So yeah. Oh no, Q was. Oh yeah, what? on the plane ride down oh, here, yeah. I was definitely the babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened on the plane ride? Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, as people who know me know, I enjoy the alcoholic beverage and don't really experiment too far outside that realm. And um, I bought in Massachusetts so for you Floridians. Is it legal down here? Nope. No. Okay. So uh, get on that, that. Marijuana and <laughs> cannabis and stuff is legal, which I rare. I don't think I've really even smoked anything since I was in my twenties, and I'm 61 now. So it's been a bit. Um, so why are you spending something in you 61 today? Because I'm younger than him. <laughs> we, this trip has aged us. Yeah. Okay. We're so, going by uh, age um, of organs. Gotcha. So oh, yeah. I'm like 94. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so, not going to be a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to finish this podcast before Larry collapses. Yeah. I think it's bedtime for me already. <laughs> so on the way to the airport, I we had a edible candy bar, and my wife a candy bar candy mm-hmm. bar. Okay, and my wife, who's smarter than me, who's done this stuff before, and I've never touched it, took two of the bars and handed it back to me. Or the pieces, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, they're like she's, the little, the little squares. She's signaling to yeah, me so in the rough, background. Roughly an the eighth pips. of it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say an eighth. She probably took like a 12. Imagine like yeah. a full-size Hershey bar. They come in like 12 squares. She had two of them. Mike had 10. Yeah. 10. So, that was too many. That's <laughs> that's literally like a shtick in comedy movies. It's like, you ate the whole cookie? Like, crap yeah. like that. He did that, and we're watching him, and we're like, stop. Stop it. Stop. And he's like, it's mostly CBD. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> and what was your response to why did you do that? Because it would make a good story. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and here we are. So at first I was like, oh, they over-exaggerated. And it was silly time in the airport. How long did it take for these to... So it hit my wife a little quicker than me. I'd say maybe like a half hour into it, she was really giggly, and I'm like, she's kind of a lightweight. And as I'm someone, sorry. As someone who didn't take the candy bar, it hit you both at the same exact time <laughs> yeah. and in different ways. Okay. It was We went through security. Okay. We went to one store, and then we went back to McDonald's. McDonald's. And we got our food, and we sat down. And Tiff started getting giggly, and she's like, "This will be funny if I just keep looking at Mike." And it was. So and when did you take? Did you take these before you went through security? Yeah, no, in, yeah, the, oh, yeah, in, no, the, in parking the parking lot. lot. Yeah, in the parking yeah. lot. Okay. And um, Mike, when Mike is sick or something's wrong, he just has like this straight up look of panic on yeah. his face, and like I could tell he was trying not to have it, but I'm like, I can see it. Yeah. Uh, I can see it. Something's happening. It's hitting him hard, and Tiff is just looking at him like. Hip, hip. That's how she giggles. <laughs> She's over in the background laughing her ass off right now. Uh, so at one point, we you know we eat, we're sitting down, and we're waiting f- to board the plane. And I don't know if you've ever been to the Hartford Airport, but it'll randomly just start spinning. 
<laughs> Again, <laughs> as a sober person, not true. Oh, that, that didn't not ha- true. oh, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, the Hartford Airport started spinning. So I started getting rid of everything that was inside of me into the into the restroom. So at one point, and again, I don't. It's a good way to put that. I don't yeah. really know what's going on in my head. So I go into a urinal and I relieve some of the stomach pressure. No, not a urinal, a regular toilet. Regular toilet. <laughs> I should, people are like, "What is wrong with this man?" Regular I, toilet. I love the back and forth. Like Mike tells it the way he thinks it. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. Yeah. Corrects. Yeah. So then, um, the person next to me starts like scrambling, and they were probably done using the restroom, but in my head, I'm like, "That's a narc." <laughs> so when they leave, I like sober up for a second, smart enough to go into a different stall. Like that was going to avoid the chaos. Yeah. And I start again relieving my stomach there. So we board the plane, and it's just basically a uh, like me throwing up into a bag and then passing out for a three and a half hour plane ride into a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And that is why. I recommend edibles to everybody listening. <laughs> another reason, another way I can, like, you know, I've known Mike for 20 years now, and we know each other's tells. We know when we're drunk, and we know when we're, something's wrong, we're stuff like that. We're always able to finish each other's sandwiches. They're delicious if you have one. <laughs> um, and another way I could tell something was wrong is he doesn't fall asleep anywhere but his bed. We could have, like, a, you know, we could have drove here in a car, and he would not fall asleep at all, even if he was in the passenger seat. Which, you know, hopefully is the only time he would fall asleep. Yeah. But, and and I, I turned around to look at him, and he was knocked out. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I could have flown the plane. I was so high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, like a movie, later on in the flight, I looked back, and I saw he was awake. I'm like, how you doing? And he gave me the, the one-moment finger and threw up in a bag. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's a good time. Was, was that the final time, or were there a that, few more? No, and that's what's. I, I I feel bad. So we landed, and by the time we landed, like I felt great. Q and Tiff at this point are just sick of my shit. <laughs> so we're, like, we go to Fair Duff's enough. house, and they're just like ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, let's have a couple of drinks. And they're like, why well, sh- we should have left you in Hartford? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? But like it's but when I throw up, I'm like a one and done person. I've never seen someone throw up. A lot, like multiple, multiple no, times. Uh, it, that my day is over. If I if I ever get sick, that's it for my day. This is awesome podcasting, by the way. Let's talk more about throw up. Actually, <laughs> that's funny that you say that, because <laughs> there's a story that I tell to so many people, and it's about the first time I saw Larry, Larry throw up. Oh yeah. Can I talk about that, Larry? Yeah. Okay. We were at Mike's house. And my, it was like summer, so Mike and I are out in the driveway just like talking. Now you know it's a party, so everyone's drunk. And you just come out, and you lean on the deck, and you look normal to me. You just, you know, you look a little drunk, but you look normal. And Mike's like, oh, my God, Larry's going to throw up. You have to watch this. It is the funniest thing ever. It's like The Exorcist. It's a lot, and it's straight out. And at this point, at, at this point in my life, I wasn't a fan of seeing people throw up. Now it's nothing to me. But, um, and I was like, I don't know. He looks fine. And he was like, kill and I throw up. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Like, watch this. Don't look away. And like mid sentence, you didn't bend over or anything. You just kind of look straight. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a. That's what it sounded like. Uh huh. I tell so many people that story. Like, there's people 
at my work that don't even know you know how you throw up. <laughs> and it's funny because it's not so much being sick as it's something trying to escape them. Yeah. Is the yeah. best way to describe yeah. it. needs to be out. Yeah. And it needs to be across the yard. <laughs> but like, as far away from it, as possible. Like, when I throw up, it, like, you know, there's tears in my eyes. I'm like, I'm retching. And like, it didn't look like it affected you <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's the benefit of being like 21. You know? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. like, nope. Now I, I won't even allow myself to get anywhere in that. Oh yeah, same. No, like, yeah, I'm the same way. No. Well, I actually I've kind of toned down the drinking because I'm on medication that it doesn't really agree with. And it was like back in April I went to a but you're concert. You're a doctor. You know what you're doing. But like, and that's why I'm like I know this isn't good. This is not agreeing with it. So <laughs> I like back in April I went to a concert and I came back and I threw up and passed out in my hallway and I'm like, yeah, this ain't working because this ain't me. I usually don't do this, you know. Can count on like one hand how many times I've thrown up because of drinking. So I was like, yeah, this is not good. All right, tough. Take us out of this. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next topic? <laughs> let's talk about bowel. Yeah, you know, let's talk about poopies. <laughs> Have you ever? You've done edibles before, right? Mm-mm. No? You? That, that's I'm actually, glad that's where this went. That that's was, actually, I didn't that's expect actually, Larry to think that's like I'm kind of curious. That's, that's another thing, though, is, you know, before this medication, I could drink with the best of them. People wouldn't even realize I was drunk. Yes, we that was, did. That, well, no, you know my tells. You <laughs> oh know my, my tells. No, you know my tells. It's like saying, we can't tell a blind guy can't see. <laughs> Ironically, it's I'm both. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but with weed... I've always been the lightest lightweight ever. Like, yeah, to the point where it's hilarious to people watching. So, at one point, we went to a friend of ours bachelor party. Shout out to Matt Chasey. And Q experimented in this. And the only thing that initially happened to him was he started talking an octave higher. Well, let me me say this. (laughs) I knew going into it, it was going to mess with my head like it always does. So, I'm like, all right. Whatever you think is happening is probably just happening in your head. You got to calm down. So I'm talking and it sounds like my voice is really high. And I'm like, don't worry. It's not. It's just all in your head. And and then Mike's like, why are you talking like that? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like this. Yeah, I'm high right now. now. Put Larry in charge of the board. It's awesome. Go ahead. Is that the rest of it? Do you remember the first <laughs> no, time? So I, I have smoked yes. weed once in my entire yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Never had edibles. So yeah, I'll, that's a good story. So it was with me. Well, here we here's Larry throwing me under the bus. <laughs> yeah, you're so a bad influence. We kind of I walked well, to your first, house. I, his I first, first drinking first story was with you too. I, yeah. I, I will say Same we kind place. of forced my it My first beer? <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I will yeah, say all my bad decisions yeah. in life are because of you. Why am I friends with you? I've told you not to date any of the girls you're dating. That's true. Um, so Larry comes by and we coax him into doing this and he smokes a little bit and we're like, how are you? And he's, he's like, oh, I'm fine. So I'm sitting there and it's a pipe. Yeah. And Mike's like, here, here, I'm going to put this in your mouth. You're, I'm going to hold it. And he's telling somebody else, all right, all right now light it. And he's yeah. like, okay, now inhale, all inhale. Right. So, so you, you literally, <laughs> yeah, we forced the issue. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I was open to it. Yeah. I just didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. So, so he does it, and, you know, we're maybe at my house for like a half hour, and he's fine. And we're like, all right, well, the first time I ever tried it, nothing happened with me, so maybe it's that situation. So we go to a local donut shop, and we're sitting there ordering, and Larry orders like a coffee and like a sandwich, and he just looks over at the lady and goes, my face melting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, it hit him. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that. Like, it felt like the skin on my face was just like... Now, see, you're curious about edibles. That would probably be worse cause, because from what I hear is more of a body high. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and like for Mike's body, it was like everything out. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this it was is out. Body probably experience. quantity. Yeah. Quantity was a... Yeah. I would recommend don't start with a bar. <laughs> Or maybe start with one. Yeah. Instead of one, one Again, little piece. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Tough. Calm down. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I had my mom, my stepdad in the audience. I know. Yeah. yeah. He's got. Hmm. A, I know. Usually, Let's talk about all the heroin Duff's yes. done. Usually, I'll poo and pee. Say it in front of her. She's gonna listen anyway. Usually, I'll poo and pee jokes out of Duff until his mom's staring him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, the, always one in the chamber. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Duff farted on me last night. Should we talk about that? <laughs> also, five minutes yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. picture. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we came in. It's actually funny because Larry starts this like, "Hey, look who just stopped by." But it's basically been two straight days of us being here, which is great because I always feel like we don't. Not only do we not catch up. Well, I catch up with Q all the time. I can't shake the guy. Yeah. But um, not only do we not see each other enough, but I remember talking to. Joanna, who's the producer and the better part of the Duff family, and um, <laughs> oh, boy. what? She's not a Duff. Why'd you look back at her mom? His mom. I didn't. All right. I always say we have a way to bring out the best. Well, I would the best in each other in a very strange way. We literally just talked about how you brought out the worst in all of us <laughs> by getting us all drunk and high. Not Duff. <laughs> he came this way. <laughs> I was broke when you found me. Yeah. <laughs> He was shivering in an alley. Mike's like, I can fix him. <laughs> but we always find a way if there's a, you know, something funny that's happening to kind of capitalize on it and take it to a new level. We're losing our audience. <laughs> so okay. to, to uh, take it to the next level and kind of capitalize on it and just kind of make things funnier than they should be, even if it's just funny to us. Mm-hmm. You know, Joanna will especially say, like, I love when you guys are down here because Duff's actually seems happy. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, we, I love it that we don't miss a beat. You know no, what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's never like, you know, we, we don't have to see each other for like 10 years and we probably pick up right where we left off. Yeah. In fact, I'm never going to see each other. Yeah, I was going to say, where can I sign up for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we try to see each other yearly. I'd I think say. it's more Multiple. like usually yeah. we're down here like twice a year. Mm-hmm. Duff tries to get up once or twice There's, a year. There'll be like a little stretch where Duff's up every weekend for like a month. What are you drinking over there, Mike? Unfortunately, I'm drinking a Miller Lite. Hold on. Unfortunately? Unfortunately. So back uh, back in the day, we used to do uh, beer tastings at my house after we, we used to do them at Duff's house, stuff with Florida. Thank you, Q. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, loud. So we did a blind beer tasting, and so Mike's always been was always a Miller Lite guy. I'm sorry, a Bud, Bud Light, Light guy. guy. Born so and raised. In a blind tasting... Mike loved Miller Lite. Wow. Let's start with, before we go into... Hold on. All right. Loved Miller Lite. And you gave it like a 9.2 out of 10. Why are we friends? Let's start with Larry used to do these beer tastings at his house, which were a lot of fun. Basically, we, you know, we got to that age where when you're, you know, 18 to 25, you can just drink to drink. Yeah. And then from like 25 to now, you need to find a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. So, Larry. Yeah. Like, well, like, know, a, po- like a podcast. <laughs> like it's a day. <laughs> so, um, Larry used to do these taste tests. And he would get, you know, light beers. He'd get a bunch of different things. And they'd come in blind and we would um, rate them. Yeah. Now, 
The first couple. The, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, the first they started with, like, the first beer that comes out, you're giving it, like, a 4 out of 10 and a 5 out of 10. But then serious by, like, critiques. Yeah, but then by, like, the ninth round, you're giving it, like, four stars and, like, three thumbs up. <laughs> Check yeah. plus. Yeah. Wow, it tastes like water. <laughs> yeah. So we had a Miller Lite that I think, if I remember, was later in the game. No. Okay. It was the first beer we had. <laughs> so top, top first first three or four. Oh my so gosh. I on a blind taste test gave it a higher score than Bud Light. But I he claims to this day that Miller Lights gross. And he I do it. claim to this day Miller Lights gross because anyone who's had it knows it's gross. Does, it, I, does anybody and, here like Miller Light? No. Uh, I don't mind Miller Light. Really. Out, out, of light out of light I mean, beers. It's not something I'm going to order. I'll yeah. say that. No, I don't know. Order. I don't, my, my go-to is not light beers, but. If I had to have a light beer, what's in my fridge right now? Mm-hmm. Miller Lite. What's yeah. your fridge? Ketchup? Ketchup's in there, too. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> Can we say, if anybody's in the, the Ellington area, stop by for Larry's Ribs. I'm not <laughs> sure where Ellington are... is, but... <laughs> Sorry. He's complimenting me, and I shit on While him. Wow, <laughs> the guy that doesn't know geography is calling someone else out. <laughs> Touche, Notoriously not knowing geography. Uh, I'm great at geography. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, Joining so. us, too, at the table, guys, we've got Tiffany sitting down with us and Barrett, who, depending on the Hi timing, again. depending on the timing, will either be the last They're podcast guest or the, or the next, next one. <laughs> so. Or you've never heard him before, depending <laughs> yeah. on how well that episode went. Yeah, that's the last episode of <laughs> Rando Band. Oh, and also my daughter, Emma. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, we never brought up that I'm a reverend. Are you? <laughs> I am. I'm a practicing oh, reverend. Potter. Yeah, so the reason why I think everybody's here is we're taping this episode on November 12th, and uh, it's the fourth anniversary of uh, Specialist Aaron Mastorio's passing. Uh, so a Veterans Day weekend, uh, we came down here to celebrate, you know, the life, the memories we have of with him and um, of him, because he was definitely a, a unique individual. I think he definitely touched us all. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's nobody like him, that's for sure. So it's right. crazy to think it's been four years. So I appreciate... We've talked about him on the podcast probably every yep. single episode. Yep. And I don't think we've ever once brought up the fact that he passed yeah, away four and, years. And mm-hmm. it was funny because coming down, I actually mentioned that too. And people that don't know, and it's been mentioned, it's obviously Duff's younger brother. And um, I was very curious because I've, you know, not to humble brag, but I've listened to all your episodes prior to. That's a huge fan. Well, oh, thank you. And... Um, I actually asked Duff, I'm like, is Aaron's passing a taboo thing or did it just not come up? And I think that kind of conversation kind of stemmed into now is a good time yeah. if people don't know, not only to bring it up, but maybe to you know share some stories. And I always yeah. think. And talk- for the record, I don't know if he told you this or not, but Duff mentioned that several weeks ago, that when all you guys are down, that might be a good time. to. No, he, he, he did yeah. not mention that. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, and I think something that I think. Again, going back to whether, it, whether again, if this is after the Q and I one, I think something that we were very relatable with Aaron with is a uh, love for comedy and a love for busting balls. And I oh, think yeah. four years later, something that we still do to this day, I think more than anyone that gets it now is Aaron because he can't defend himself. Right. As we will <laughs> bust balls of all of us, including him. And I think that's a good way that we like to keep his memory alive. And we sure. still talk about him like he is here and things like that. So right. not too steal the spotlight from Larry, but I want to open it up to really any stories we have to kind of bring him back and talk about the type of person he is. Still, I like to say he still is because I think in his memory, in our memories, he's still with us. Sure. Well, and that might be like subconsciously also why 
you guys would talk about him like he's never left because he really hasn't. And it doesn't, it still doesn't make sense to me and it never will ever, yeah. ever, you know, and it sucks every day. It, yeah. You know, I always thought it was cliche when someone would say, um, not a day goes by that I don't think of you. And I'm like, well, come on. Yeah. But no, that's accurate. But you yeah, know, we can all. Yeah. But yeah, I, exactly. I'll, 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 let me, let me try and think of like a, let's get fun. fun let's yeah, get fun with it. Fun and, and, well, while you yeah. think of that too, not a day goes by that, you know, you don't just see things or hear things that it, happen. Exactly. That yeah. either you think of him or it's almost like he's, Hey, yo. And, oh yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's one of the things I think I'm guilty of maybe being the least sensitive person in terms of making comments. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't about, have feelings. I, I thought uh, I didn't have feelings. About, <laughs> None. But I always say, and someone will say, mention a comment, and I'm like, that's what he would say oh, yeah. about us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a good one to start with is um, last year, his brother, Tony and Matt, they put together a, they sold um, items that kind of had his likeness on it for the scholarship he has, which, again, reach out to Randall Banter if you want to contribute to the scholarship. But Or you just go to AaronEMastorio.com. All right, what a shameless plug that was. Um, shameless and, uh, yes. <laughs> I guess you don't interrupt LaRose. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he just fires sass. right back at yeah. you. Yes. So, uh, somebody get him an edible, please. Yeah. <laughs> a, a friend of ours who's in the service currently uh, reached out to us, and he bought a bunch of items, which was very generous of him. And he was like, I don't think you understand what this means. Like, if Aaron was still with us, he would talk about how happy, you know, he would say how ha how much it meant to him that you guys are doing this and how nice it is. And I just started laughing. I'm like, no, he wouldn't. Yeah. I'm like, all he would do is make fun of us. Be like, you be fucking like, tools. Yeah, be like, oh, you guys are making shirts for me? That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the type of person. Like, you know, for I, I always think of a time, the last time we were in Carolina, and he was coming... Um, like later in the week. They stationed at yeah. Fort Bragg in, yep. in the middle of Carolina. And yeah. he was coming later in the week, and we were having a great time. And I think he came Thursday afternoon. And when we woke up Thursday morning knowing he was coming, there was a different type of like buzz in the mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. And everyone was kind of anticipating, because he brought, you know, so much ironic use of words. He brought so much life. So much life, so mm -hmm. much energy. And oh, yeah. It was one of the things where we knew he was coming and we had made up a silly drinking game that we're like, all right, we had to get him to play this. And of course you know, he loved it. Not yeah. only did he love it, but the way he was, he took it to like the untamed degree. And mm -hmm. he's probably the best at it by yeah. far. <laughs> this was a game of chance. He said, yeah, no, no, no Dubs the best at it. it. I guess, oh, really? I, I guess there's no real way to tell who's the best at it, but if there is, it's Duff just yeah. because it's like a game where you drink a lot of gross beers and for some reason he loves it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, we'll, we digress. So let me go into one of my favorite Aaron story speaking of the Outer Banks and hopefully that inspires another one was um, we were in the backyard with his brother Tony and it was Aaron, myself and Tony and the first day in the Outer Banks was always a blur we met early, we hadn't seen each other in a while so we're all, we're all trying to go big right away and Aaron looks at Tony and myself and again Aaron is a very athletic guy and just says I think I can do a backflip <laughs> so we're just like alright let's see what happens so he takes a couple of steps forward and jumps as high as he can and comes down and just buries his shoulder into the ground. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, man, that looks like it hurt. And he gets up and he's kind of working out his shoulder and stuff. And we're just like, all right. So we have three or four more beers. And at this point, he's borderline cross-eyed. And he looks at Tony and myself and he goes, I know what the problem is. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, what's that, buddy? And he's like, I didn't put my face down fast enough. 
<laughs> this is so, the weirdest. Yeah. So Tony says, I'm not sure. And I stop and I'm like, that's exactly what happened. So, you know, we again, we got there on a Saturday. Literally until that Thursday, he had like a road rash just down his face <laughs> because he attempted this backflip and put his face down in plenty of time, but still couldn't quite stick the landing. Yeah. And, you know, again, just something he laughed about the entire week. And, you know, it would be a running joke for him is, like, we'd be walking by each other in the house or whatever, and he'd be like, want to see me do a backflip? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it, I don't think it was the same trip. I think this was the one where there was 30 people in the, in the biggest house, and there was just a huge rainstorm. This was the this was one that was friends of friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. We really didn't know everybody that was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it was basically a four vacations in one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we had one of the residents passed out in the it wasn't me mm-hmm. passed out in the middle of a storm in the middle of a hurricane yeah, yeah. yeah. so the yard is just it's all puddles yeah. and aaron just looks he goes you want to see a cannonball <laughs> he just runs and does a cannonball into a puddle yeah. like, who would think of that like, oh yeah why no uh, oh but yeah he was also the one that would jump off there was like a little pool shower right yep. in the, in oh, the yeah. first house we had it was probably about 10, 12 feet off the ground into a pool. And, and it was clear. Yeah, it was also, yeah, it was also a, like a. There was a lot foot, of cement in yeah, the middle. It was oh, also yeah. an eight foot leap to get there. And I think Tiff has one of the best pictures of him midair uh, making. And of course, he lands, he sticks the oh, landing yeah. perfectly. Not not like his backflip, but <laughs> when, it was, when he was jumping into a pool, he made it. Yeah. I think the rest of us would have definitely hit the pavement. Oh, yeah. He was doing yeah. that all week. He was maybe, jumping maybe off the, the microphone, fence. Barrett. The rest of us would hit the pavement, Michael. <laughs> yes. the, the rest of us wouldn't have been able to climb up on the shed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Wait, no, you, like, guys, you guys would climb up on the damn roof. It was four, st- oh, that four was stories that high. House. I was like, yeah. no, I think he tried doing it on one of the. No, we the did the it cro- at the old house off the crow's nest. Yeah. Aaron went up there. Oh, yeah. Then I probably did too. I did and not. Like Forty or fifty stupid. feet in the air. Yeah. No, I was like, losing my mind. A yeah. lot of people are like afraid. I'm not really afraid of heights, and I do remember like we were up in the crow's nest talking. The crow's nest is like a, a outdoor deck on the roof of these houses on vacation. And I was just sitting on the railing, and we're having a really serious conversation. And Mike and Duff are just looking at me. I'm like, wow, they're really listening to everything I said. And Mike's like, hey, yeah, can you get off that railing before I throw up? <laughs> <laughs> But Another, yeah. like, a quick-witted one with, you know, Aaron, who's very quick-witted, was, speaking of the roofs, uh, Q, myself, and Aaron were up on mine one day, and we were going to go to, actually, the, the coffee place <laughs> yeah, that we talked about on the last podcast, and um, Aaron was like, all right, let's get off, and the way, he was just so athletic, he basically stepped off the roof, and I think floated down to the ground, <laughs> and just landed on his feet, <laughs> so he wanted to get his wallet, and I came down. And Q, being the least athletic person we know, is kind of struggling to get down. So he just comes out and just is like, hey, where's Q? And I'm like, oh, I think he's still. And all you just hear is Q's back hit my porch, just falling (laughs) off the roof. And the hardest hit I've ever seen. And Aaron just looks at the porch and goes, oh, there he is. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. I was fine. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. He, he was never one to be afraid of heights. Uh, no. 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 I think you you guys know the apartment he stayed in when he was down at college, right? Yeah. So it was a, it was a five-story apartment, and he was on the fifth story. And I, there was one day where I had to drop off, like, a book to him. So I drive up to the, the like, near where the stairs are. Mm-hmm. And he was was pissed because the elevator had taken too long. So he's just running down the flights of stairs, you know. So he starts at the fifth floor. He gets to the top of the second floor, or, get, or the bottom of the second floor, and there's a railing that's probably 15, 20 feet in the air. And instead of taking the last flight of <laughs> stairs to get to the bottom, 
he just he sees my car like right out right under this, <sighs> and he jumps off of this railing. And I like I unbeknownst to me, I can't see him. I just hear this thud next to the car, <laughs> and he just kind of like gets up right next to the passenger and goes. Oh, that was a, that was a lot farther than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the next week he probably skipped class for the next week because he he just damaged his heels. Oh from wait, landing. he told me about that because I bruised my heel bone once, and he's like, "Oh, let me tell you about yeah, this one like, time." Oh. He bru- he bruised both of them. I only bruised one. Yeah. I could barely walk. So, yeah. and he's like, he just looks at me. He's like, "I'm taking the elevator upstairs." Yeah. <laughs> and I think people even knew. So, one one of these OBX trips, which seems to come up a lot, we did a scavenger hunt. And one of the things, it was great. It was Aaron, myself, and basically girlfriends of random people that were on the trip. <laughs> so we're walking down the street, and one of them was find a bird. That was the only thing it was. And um, a friend of ours' wife points to the house and goes, bird. And we're just like, what? And it was a house that's on like stilts or whatever. And then it's a one-story house that had a bird up on like the very top of it that had to be a wooden bird that had to be pulled off. So we're like, all right. And she looks at Aaron and she's like, that's the bird we need. So Aaron's just like, looks at me. and's like, all right, watch my back. <laughs> so like we both go to the stairs and he climbs to the, we don't know if there's anyone home and he just <laughs> climbs the stair, the stilts goes on the roof and just pulls the bird off and just tosses it to me. And he's just like, I'll find my way back. <laughs> and then I just, I'm like, all right, well. And we just knew he would. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, either he's going to be back in the house or in jail. But either way, I got the bird. So that's another point for us. <laughs> he, he did have a knack for stealing yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Too. Like when I lived with him, all our glassware and silverware was from restaurants. My so house it. in Webster, oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Like it'd, all of our glasses were like, like restaurant yeah. glasses. You want there. a glass of, <laughs> you, you want a soda? We only have this scorpion bowl from a yeah. Chinese <laughs> restaurant. I, you know? I actually had a Miller Lite pitcher <laughs> that he stole from a bar. One of the funnier ones for that was he was good at it. Like he would put it like in a sleeve or what, something like that. And we went out for Tiff's 21st birthday and we had scorpion bowls and, uh, Tiff's like, Aaron, take that scorpion bowl for me. And he's like, I got an idea. So we're sitting there wondering what he's going to do. Is he going to put it in his shirt? Does he have a bag? And he just holds it up in the air and goes, I'm taking this. (laughs) (laughs) And just walked out the door. (laughs) Yeah. Like Mike said, he was athletic, but really he was just kind of really good at everything. You know, like um, there was one time when I lived there and he was working like a night job. And this is when... You know, we'd party well into the evening, so I had people over, and we were playing this game called um, Moose, and you had to bounce. You had to yeah. bounce like a quarter. Like there was an ice cube tray propped on, onto a bowl full of beer, like gross, it, yeah. like the last sip of everyone's beer. We were disgusting. <laughs> and you yeah. had to you had to bounce a you had to bounce yeah. a quarter in, and if it got into the ice cube tray, you drank according to the number. But if you the quarter went over and went into the bowl. You all had to put your hands on your head like moose antlers. And the last person to do so had to drink. The bowl. The bowl. The yeah. bowl with the quarter yep. in it and the girls uh, sips and stuff. I've had to drink the bowl before. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, he was coming home from work and, like, someone hit the bowl. Almost everyone puts their hands up. He walks in, has no idea what's going on, and just puts his hands up. And the person who threw the quarter was the one who lost because we were all like, what was that noise? It was the door opening. And he just put his hands up. <laughs> it's like he's not even playing. And he got it. <laughs> what about the time he almost blinded you at my house? 
Oh, uh, yeah. He felt real bad about that. <laughs> he could um, flick a bottle cap across the room like a bullet. That's like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Abs. Yeah. And the ironic thing about this party is I was wearing sunglasses the whole time. Now, if you guys don't know, I have one good working eye. <laughs> and so, like, literally, if something happens to that, I'm blind. I can't work. <laughs> um, and I was wearing sunglasses this whole time during the party, and I took them off to clean them. And all I hear is, cue duck. <laughs> I look up at the last second and the bottle cap. Think of how much space your eye is. <laughs> the bottle cap went right uh. into my bad eye, thank God. But yeah, it was incredible and my eye needed <clears throat> antibiotics for yeah. a while. The, now, you guys were at 8 Lowell Street. Uh, the, he had a blow dart gun. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you remember that. This oh, story. oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they had like, you know, those big stupid flies that would get in the house in the summer and uh, he actually shot one with the blow dart, pinned <laughs> it. He said he... <laughs> Right through the middle oh, of yeah. it, and he left it on the wall for like two years. Oh, like, it was longer, longer than two than years. That? Yeah, okay. the fly kept. And, and we also here's another how we're drunk and stupid. There was one night where we just kept shooting that blow dart at us, and like we're like, let's go for the nipple. Like we would lift our shirts up, oh and like God. I got shot in the nipple with that fucking blow gun. Yeah, with that, I, that's that, that's how we survived this pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so Barrett, Barrett, his mom's house used to be on the top floor of like a three decker in Worcester. And that's second floor. And that's where we used to always start to... Common mistake. You know, drink as kids. That was one of the first places that we always drank as a kid. We Aaron and I would go there, and he had a dartboard that was next to two windows. And what Aaron and I would do was be like, oh, Barrett, we're going to play darts. And we would just open the windows up and just hum the darts out the window into, like, the neighbor's house. And we'd just see if we could get them to stick into their siding. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, several times. Yeah. You almost got my mom evicted. Like, <laughs> you guys just talking about that? that? Aaron almost got your mom evicted. <laughs> so I told it earlier to these guys. Whenever I had a party at Mrs. B's house, I was always looking for you or Aaron because it was like, <laughs> if they weren't in my line of vision, if they weren't in the same room, I was like, well, what are they doing? Did, what are they up to? What are they doing did, in the house? Aaron and I fully dress up once in your fatigues. No, that's you. me and you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you guys can't put these on. He's like, Please don't, because if anything happens to it, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Yeah. Barrett, can you picture floating around? Can somewhere. we also talk about the nutball game with Aaron? Oh, that you was and a Barrett, great one. you and Hampton. Yeah, no, go ahead, get in. Well, at Hampton Beach, I was like, oh, nutball, that sounds like fun. What is it? And yeah. they're like, oh, what you do is you pretty much spread your legs open and we roll balls at each other. What kind of balls were they? You say? I, f I forget. Was it a they so, so far so good? You start, with, you start with a tennis ball. But <laughs> no. Aaron used to play well, with different objects. Well, this is going back. Like Aaron again, good at everything. Barrett. Someone who never gives up. <laughs> That's yeah. how the story yeah. goes. So I didn't want to lose, yeah. but, I, but I lost. But, yeah. So they're using baseballs. I think there was a football at one point. Ugh. And let's also start where Barrett is almost cross-eyed drunk, and Aaron's buzzed, <laughs> and it's super athletic, and they're across the room, and Barrett's like throwing the football, and it's like hitting Aaron's shoulder, you know, maybe hit him in the chest. Not the nuts. And Aaron has dead eye aim. <laughs> And he's just putting it right in between Barrett's pills, like every shot. <laughs> and to the point where we're like, dude, you're going to start throwing up blood. And Barrett's like, well, let's go one more round. <laughs> and like, Aaron, I think it stopped. I think Aaron just quit and was like, I can't do this to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite story about Aaron is when I first met him. 
Pray Do tell. you guys remember Long Island Ice Tea Night? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. We, we, we've all tried to forget Long yeah. Island Ice Tea Night. We've all blacked out Long yeah. Island. Or, or actually forgot it. Yeah. So do, do we got to paint the picture up. of this? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, Mike was there that night, but we yeah, weren't we, dating yet. Yeah, we were all here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were in the bathroom helping Gina because she was throwing up. Okay. Shout and out to Gina. <laughs> If anyone knows me, you know I have to pee at all hours of the day. <laughs> and Aaron helped me pee out the window. <laughs> he held my hand. He held on while like he... a gentleman. <laughs> like a gentleman. Which is crazy because usually when Aaron first met a girl, he's going they hated him. Every girl Every hated him when he met him. single girl. I think except for Joanna. Th- yeah, I, I think it was a, it wasn't a hatred though. It was like a like a fake is like, it weird? flirting May- fake hatred. But all, like I don't know cuz like a girl would be in, the, like, he'd be in the middle of a story and a girl would say something and he'd be like, shut up. And then he'd just like, continue it. Just it, like, who the fuck is this guy? Maybe that's a bad way to say it. He treated everybody a little too equally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he would bust the females' balls the same way maybe he would, he would. bust the guys' balls to the point where they would be like, nobody talks like that. They want to sleep with me. But he would, yeah, like, he would also, like, he'd piss you off one second and then charm oh, the he pants would win off you. you. Back oh, in like, a second. oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. incredible. An- yeah. Another great one. So he was trying to get into the mass state police before he moved down to Florida. And it's the last time I think we hung out in Massachusetts, before, except for my wedding. And, uh, we went down to a pond near my house and Aaron was talking about moving down here and, you know, starting his new life. And Q and I yelled at him to the point where the neighbors called the police on us. <laughs> They're being too loud in public. <laughs> yeah. Yelled at him because he wanted to move to Florida? Yeah. Just because, like, you know, he had, yeah, I mean, we didn't want him to move. You know, right. Yeah. We would have missed him being down here. See, the thing we about We didn't know him, we'd end up down in Florida every, like, two weeks like we are now. The, the, so. th- the thing about him is he was not, he, like, he needed to... His do something headed. in his in his mind like of note. He need like when he was in the army, he wanted to be deployed, and they're all like, "What are you nuts? <laughs> like, why do you want to be deployed?" And that was the thing. He's like, he kind of like he was exhausted go exhausted every option up here. I mean, and it, he wanted to live closer to his family, his brothers definitely. Sure. And so he went down here, and and I think absolutely towards the end. Uh, he was in like the best spot possible, in my exactly. opinion. Sure. You know, like he yeah. was. He's like, this is where I want in my life. He to wanted go. to yeah. die a hero if he was. Gonna yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I've said, he was kind of always one to us. He was always kind of the person yeah. that we would take and say, yeah. you know, what's he up to? Like we would stop if something was going to happen. We're like, all right, let's kind of see what Aaron's view on this and let's do this because you know he was going to have a a good way to look at it or he was going to make it a little more fun than we would have thought of right. and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's the, like Aaron was younger than at least of, you know, Mike and, and Duff and I and Barrett, but he he looked up to us early on and then I feel like in the end like we all kind of looked up to yep. each other. And yeah. I think it was oh, yeah. That, you yeah. know, and he he was just great at that. And I don't want, I'm not going to turn this like sappy or anything. No, but I mean, he was so supportive. Oh yeah. No, like exactly. that's like, yeah. like anything you wanted the, to do. And that was, you know, he was like my best friend yeah. and he was jacked athletic and stuff like that and he would just be nothing but encouraging yep. and you know the nine thousand times i've started and stopped the gym and stuff like oh, that same. and like that, yep. you know when like, i lost 60 pounds in 2012 it oh, was yeah. like a pep talk from him that started yeah. oh yeah yeah you know and i was actually i don't you guys don't know the word maybe you know this about me but i was actually planning as, as a as a way to lose weight mm-hmm. of walking across the country 
Oh, so I really? want to take a leave of absence from work. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember this? Oh, this was, was in 2012? 2012. I was going to take a leave of absence Forest from work. Larry. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just I was going to walk. I wasn't running. Or is it Larry Gump? I was going to walk across <laughs> the country. <laughs> and Aaron told me, he said, if you do it, if you actually do this, I'll do it with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, he would have. Yeah, and and he absolutely would have, yeah. And, and as proof that he does what he says he's going to do, I, you know, after we did the roast of you, yeah. and, you know, me and Justin were talking about booking comedy shows, and mm -hmm. Aaron's like, if you ever book a comedy show, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do stand-up on your first show. And he yeah, did. Absolutely. And he did. Yep. So. And he had one of the funniest jokes during his stand-up that I still crack up about because some of the funniest jokes in stand-up is where it's like, I'm going to go way too deep yeah. and you all are going to laugh because you were late and it's something we don't talk about and it was right around when he got his new truck and he was like i had to sell my car to get a new truck and one thing that's weird is like i had to give up the booger time capsule that's under my <laughs> under my driver's seat <laughs> and like yeah. everyone lost it it's yeah. like yeah because we all have booger time capsules yeah. <laughs> and i lost it that yeah. was the best but yeah, like he was in our wedding and it was nice because, you know, same thing was we did a couple of events beforehand and he, even though he was down here, would always be like, I can fly up for it. And we're like, no, it's not a big deal. And he came, you know, a few days before our wedding, participated in everything and, you know, became, you know, he kind of left his mark the way he always does. Right. What'd you think of him, Duff? Were you a fan? <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. That was always something like he he had to if there was ever like a silence or like just a, a, a need to break up something he would he would figure out a way. Oh yeah, like and, and it's funny because I have feel like I have a tendency to do that and I think it's because of him. Like he yeah. would always just find a way to stop uncomfortable yeah. silence with just like a quick joke or something that would immediately just get everybody go. Like I'm gonna start a yeah. fire that just starts roaring. Yeah, he had, uh, we, had, we, have, we have a couple of good uh, golf stories. There was one, um, we're at a tournament. I'll start off with the, with the, the lamest one first. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he just, he had a pretty good buzz going. He gets up on the top of the cart, the roof, and he, he takes a shot off of the roof. Like, he just drops a ball on the roof and swings and hits one off of the roof. I'm like, who the hell would think of this? Oh, and, and it's probably ball, a great would, shot. Who would, yeah, who would hit it? So he did that. And there was another time where... Um, we were actually visiting Tony, uh, and he had this fifth story, uh, fifth story apartment overlooking the Potomac River. It was a great, you know, place to be in college. So, and it was this huge deck. It was probably I don't know, like thirty feet to the edge, and there was a railing. And he just started teeing up balls, <laughs> hitting it across campus towards the river, thinking he could hit it towards the river, and <laughs> one of the. Sh then he tries to do a Happy Gilmore. And he miss like he tops it, so it only gets like a foot off the ground, and it hit. There was like a a metal flashing, I guess, yep. and it hit it and ricocheted backwards. And there was we were all standing behind him. It actually went through the neighbor's sliding door. <laughs> oh my god! And there was it, it went through. There's a little oh. golf ball size hole that went through the. <laughs> oh my it, god! It wasn't a student. It was actually one of the teachers. <gasps> Oh, so, no. So we just always oh, like, shit, we went into, Tony, <laughs> went into Tony's uh, apartment, hung low for a while. It turns out the teacher wasn't there all that weekend. Oh, okay. So, so we came out the next morning. You can still hear the, the 
the glass spider webbing. <laughs> I don't know, you guys are acting like you never heard this. But I haven't. I really I haven't heard the story. story. So they, I guess Tony went back a couple of years later. There was still a golf ball mark oh, on so the metal funny. flashing. And I like to yeah. think it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Q, you want to give them our golf story and I'll give the uh, flag football one? Oh, the, uh, the Olympia tournament? The Olympia tournament, yeah. One of the funnier things, like... <laughs> We had this big tournament at Olympia Sports, and, you know, we weren't mature. Um, <laughs> weren't. And Luckily, we've changed. The team, was, the team was me, Mike, Aaron, and this kid, Ryan, who wasn't even 18 at the point. No, he was 17, yeah. but he was hammered. Yeah, I think, I don't even know if I was 21, but anyways, it all started to come to a head when Mike went in a porta potty that was, like, off in the distance, and literally, as soon as the door closed behind Mike, Aaron just... Jumped into the golf cart, <laughs> drove up full speed, <laughs> moved this thing like 15 feet, yes. and yep. it was just all downhill from there. Yep. You said you said um, him getting on the roof of a golf cart. I'm like, oh my god, he did that more than once. Yeah, Aaron and <laughs> I, was Aaron and I jousted from one hole to another. Oh yeah, and at the end of the tournament, because um, Mike and I were in managerial positions, yeah. so <laughs> at the end of the tournament, it's one of those golf tournaments where like everybody wins something, and. Um, uh, we like Mike and Aaron, I think went to the bathroom and me, and it was me and uh, Ryan and you could see the guy who owns the golf cart go up to the regional manager and they're like whispering and talking and we're like, uh oh, are they talking about us? And then he looks and points like right at me and we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then they're drawing names and there's one name and he shows it to the manager and he just goes, nope. And Mike's like, well, that's me. And then, like, a couple of turns later, he looks like, nope. And that was me. So, yeah, we uh, we demolished P's golf course up in New Hampshire. So I got two, and one Tiff just texted me but doesn't want to tell it. So we'll go from there. Um, so one, speaking of athletics, uh, he might have mentioned on the podcast, but Larry started a flag football league up in Massachusetts, which was a lot of fun. So it was very defensive lineman friendly. So Aaron, being the athlete he is, ended up being the quarterback for our team. Basically, quarterbacks were Michael Vick, Jalen Hurtsish, where you're maybe running two-thirds of the time and passing a third. So he gets a pass rush and just takes off. And as he takes off, the pocket of his shorts come out. So someone reaches for the flag and grabs the shorts pocket and like a movie, just tug it, and his entire shorts just come flying <laughs> no, it, off. It wasn't in one motion. Aaron's spin move. Yeah. 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 And his entire shorts just come flying off, and he kind of turned and stopped and looked and realized, well, I don't have shorts, but I still have my flags. Yeah. So he just takes off down the down the um, field, and everyone, instead of chasing him, is just laughing <laughs> that he's running bare ass, basically, for a touchdown. Now you're <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he just scored a touchdown and just kept running into his car where he had another pair of shorts. <laughs> so another one is we're at a wedding in Connecticut. You've mentioned Justin Smith. It's his wedding. Yeah. So we're going to leave there, and Aaron drove down, and Tiff and I got a ride, and he's like, do you guys want to ride home? And we're like, are you sure you're okay to drive? And he's just like, yeah. So we go to his car, which he had this truck at the time, his bugger truck that Q was talking about. <laughs> and um, we get in, and I was like, oh, I forgot my jacket back at the after party. So he takes his truck and drives to the door of the after party, which was through a lawn. And I walk in, and I get my jacket, and I get uh, the three beers that are left in the cooler. So we drive 
45 to 15 minutes from my house, and Aaron was about 15 minutes past my house home. So we pull in the driveway, and I'm like, hey, thanks for giving us a ride. And I open the door, and he just looks at me just completely cross-eyed and was like, I can't do any more driving. Can I stay here for the night? <laughs> <laughs> so we go in the house, and Tip's just like, you guys hungry? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, all right, I'm going to make grilled cheese. So she's making them, and Aaron's so drunk, he's trying to eat it and, like, putting it down a little bit. And, like, the dog's coming by and just eating the sandwich out of his hand. And he just goes to, like, put the sandwich back in his mouth, and it's just nothing there. <laughs> and Tip's like, do you want another one? He's like, I don't like grilled cheese anyways. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a huge cheese guy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you work with him a lot at Olympia? He worked there for a little while. Yeah, I, his, actually his first shift, and right away <laughs> we got along, was, um, you know, I'm sure he's an avid listener. Andrew was there. <laughs> and it was Aaron, myself, and him. And again, there's just things that we'll say that may not sound right, and it's just something that we will kind of catapult onto each other. Mm. And Aaron was at, Andrew was asking Aaron to change the trash, and he kept explaining to Aaron where the trash bags were. And he was just like, oh, the trash bags are in the bathroom, so like, if you get a chance, go in the bathroom, grab the trash bags. And Aaron just probably 30 times like, trash bags, Andrew, or the trash bags? Are the trash bags around? Can you tell them I can find the trash? And again, this is his first day working first with day. this guy. And um, with some sitting in, I'm, you know, being the supportive guy I am, I'm just laughing my ass off. And we're just, you know, every time Aaron's like, hey, do you know where those trash bags are? I'm like, oh, the trash bags are in the bathroom. And he's like, let me go to the bathroom and get the trash bags. And it just, from there, it's just like, you know, we've kind of talked about how people's personalities just mesh with ours. And we knew Duff probably for a couple of years. And I think up until like an hour before this, I didn't put two and two together that that was Duff's brother. But like the personalities just mesh. And from yeah. there, it's, you know, it's, as they say, it's love at first sight. <laughs> and we just kind of went from there. Well, I was going to say, isn't there a story about Chris? Was it an inventory day where he just, yeah, Aaron yelled something across the yep. street? And I wasn't so, there. So. Okay, so again, what they the company did was they used to they actually bought inventory systems, and rather than bringing a third party, and they had us do it. So we would have to go into these stores at like five in the morning to do the inventory, and as much of as assholes we sound like, they gave us a bunch of like a lot of responsibility for being yep. kids. Like they had us from one store kind of go to a bunch of them, and um, he's. You had to scan the item and then count. So you had to give a count for each section. And Chris walks in, and he just walking by Aaron, trying to make him laugh with our district manager, just starts going like five, seven, nine, eight, two. And Aaron goes, Chris, say one more move, and I'm going to stick my shoe right up your anal sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we're with the manager of the store and the district manager, and the manager turns to him and goes, he's been up since like four in the morning. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> We were working. Do you remember Amanda? She was the manager. So Aaron grabbed a a shoe to put it on the wall. When you put a shoe on the wall out of one of the boxes in the back, you had to put a sticker on it Mm -hmm. to say that you took one of the shoes out. Yeah. So so Amanda goes to Aaron, and she's like, hey, you didn't put a sticker on that box. You just put that shoe out. And Aaron's like, oh, my bad. And she's like, well, you need to. She was like, like, you need to do that from now on. (laughs) Like she scolded him. So Aaron's like, okay. And so a little while later... Um, Amanda's like, hey, grab Aaron, and you guys are going to go reorganize the shoes in the back. You know, we just got in the shipment. Let's put all those up. Let's get everything in order where it belongs. 
So I'm back there with Aaron, and Aaron's got a handful of stickers. <laughs> and he grabs half. He goes, oh, me and you do this together? Here, take these. So he hands me half of his stack of the stickers that go on the shoe. Yeah. And he goes, just just put one on every box. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're supposed to do. He goes, he goes no, fuck that bitch. <laughs> put a sticker on every shoe. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, okay. So me and Aaron stickered every shoe every in the men's shoe, section. Yep. Is that like when you first met him? No, I had worked with him several times. Oh, okay. So you knew. You but were you like, know, oh, yeah. here it goes. I knew Aaron, Aaron, where Aaron was going. I knew he was a little annoyed, but you know, I was like, she must have treated him like yeah, you know. Probably at yeah, some so point. So he told me the story later about how she was like such a bitch about, oh, you must do that from now on. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay. Um, Besides maybe Duff. Who, so we got written up for that. Who yeah. knew him at zero? Like, what's the first story you remember, the one that kind of stuck out? Well, I was going to say, like, I actually met him at Olympia, too. And you also said, like, love at first sight. It was kind of like that because... Um, at Olympia, in the store that we were at, you'd have someone up front to just see if someone was stealing, basically. So you'd literally just stand there and watch for people who look suspicious or were coming out with something. And they put both of us, and we're just like, all right, like, hey, what's up? And I'm Q, and he's like, I'm Aaron and stuff. And he's like, oh, he's kind of like, oh, so like, what's your deal? I'm like, yeah, I get in trouble a lot for having bad grades. And he's like, oh, my God, me too. And that was it. Like, we were we were literally best friends after that. And that's all it took. So thanks, Ed, for being so hard on Aaron. <laughs> great. Thanks for only liking one twin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Larry? Do you remember? The first one you can think of. Of when I met him? Yeah. Memory's gone on that. I have a lot of great memories, but how, like, the first time we hung out, I have no idea. Well, what's, like, um, when you think of Aaron, what's, like, the first story that comes to mind? <clears throat> like, not, like, timeline-wise, but you're immediately, like, this right here, you know? Uh, just a lot of the Hampton stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was a couple years, like, mm -hmm. probably a year in. Yeah. You know, because we had worked with him several times. But mm -hmm. just, I, I feel like we became really tight at, you know, yeah, getting drunk and oh, kicking yeah. at Hampton. It is, it is so <laughs> weird, like... I was one of the later people to join. Like, you guys had already been friends. When I say you guys, I mean, like, Larry You're Duff. You're still Aaron. not in yet. I'm not in. I'm like I'm, I'm like a pledge at a frat, and I'm still waiting for them to accept me. Dude, when, when you first started hanging out with us, I felt that way, too. Yeah. I'm like, this kid's got to earn. Like, I'm, I'm not a Yankee honestly, fan, but this honestly, kid's got to earn his stripes. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, I'm 22 or whatever. This kid's 18 I was or like 17. Give like, you credit. He did. He yeah. Did. He, he took out. a yeah. beating. He did. He yeah. Did. That's why I'm losing still my does, hair. But, yeah. Yeah, no, like, that's how it was. Um, Can we gave you the highest honor. We roasted your ass. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was such an easy target. And, and not only am I an easy target. Willing. I just, good, you're yeah. a willing target. Yeah, I can just, you know. What, you know, what are you guys going to stop being friends with me? No, <laughs> then you have no purpose in life. Your purpose is to fucking <laughs> shit on me. <laughs> Barry, what about uh, you? And Aaron's joke at the... Never mind. I would, I would say... Maybe into the microphone. I would say I don't think I worked with him maybe at the end for a little while because I can't remember when he started but I remember the Hampton trip your Duff's dad was not on board with him going with us yes. he's like wait a minute one of you guys is 21 hold on wait a minute no 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 <laughs> that means you guys are going to be drinking beer it's like well dad no kidding we're going to be drinking beer but for some reason he let him go and I always thought, like, he's kind of, kind of young to be going on this trip, but all right. And, and that is true. Was Barrett and, and Aaron were a little bit of trial by fire because yeah. Aaron started kind of hanging out and working a little later. Right. And by then, Barrett was already deployed. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, Larry has a very good ability of just meshing people, forcing people together. We. We do. <laughs> we do. Okay. Yeah. And, um, that was yeah. very much both of us. And yeah, like, you know, 
by the time Barrett was kind of, you know, at going through basic, going through his first tour, it was kind of like, yeah, there's another one of us, buddy. So he was like, all right, well, let's, you know, and Barrett's always been very carefree. So there's actually just, like three or four of you guys. So um, <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> so he kind of was just like, all right, well, uh, yep, there's five of us going. And, you know, that was really the when Aaron and Barrett first started hanging out was really on that vacation. Yeah, because I didn't work at Olympia. I did not work at Olympia with him. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you did either. Yeah. No, like I said, I think it was right after <clears throat> you deployed. Mm. And it's funny because I don't, I'm not even sure if like Duff ever really worked with them. Maybe like one holiday time, but I feel like they've always tried to keep you separated yeah, for the sake like of the company. Like well, no, wasn't there? There was a Sunday that Barrett was closing, and it was so was that it was us it, four in that there? was. I think it was that Aaron. Was that Aaron or was it Larry? No, I think it was. I think it was all all of you guys because I remember the district manager came in and told Andrew, "Give me one reason why I shouldn't fire this guy, <laughs> meaning me, because I kind of let you guys just do. You guys were playing. What was the game you guys played where you put all the pads on and like just bored right into the the steel? <laughs> fe- the, the, I think the screen that comes down yeah. and close. I don't think we gave it a name. I think we just called it. Let's watch Barrick get fired. <laughs> put pads on and rode the scooters into the. There was a name. I forget. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever named it, but I think we. Uh, I do remember, and I think it was. I think that was the. Probably the only time the five of us were in the store. I just together. remember seeing that schedule come out, and Barrett had yeah. to watch Larry, Mike, oh, myself, and, and Aaron. And, like and that the was, dream team. Though. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, and like I said, it was one of and like we love Barrett. It's not like we wanted to get him fired, but we would have, and we were fine <laughs> if he did. And it was for the best. That's anyway. collateral damage. Yeah. yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah. But but I always say you know like Aaron always br- brought out that in us. But I think the more of us that get together, we end up kind of really working off each other and especially something like that where to your point we had the dream team together yeah. and they put poor Barrett in charge they, they put a, a sheep in charge of all the foxes yes. <laughs> you dickheads <laughs> and we're in an hour and a half yeah. Yeah. Barrett, all right, Barrett, all right one last good one uh, my wedding oh so oh can I tell all that can I tell it the piece of that from my standpoint yes. and then let Tiff who sat behind us so, um, so Tiff's going to join. So we, Aaron, Larry, and myself were in Barrett's wedding. And we went to uh, Barrett's sister's house yep. beforehand mm-hmm. and probably had, you know, quite a few beers. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a five o'clock wedding and we left at like 3.30 to drive, I don't know, six miles to where the wedding was. So we got to the church, and we're like, all right, we're like an hour and 15 minutes early. What are we going to do? So the best man opens his trunk, and there's just a cooler full of beer. <laughs> so to the point where like people are driving in, and we're like ha- into the church, and we're like handing them cans as they're driving through like it's a souvenir. Yeah. So we probably were too drunk for the wedding at this time. So I'll tell you the story from my mind, and then I'll let Tiff tell you. So at one point during the wedding, you had to go up and, you know, get the blessing and things like that. So we come back and Aaron and I are next to each other. And Aaron whispers to me, I don't go to church a lot. What do I do? I have to use the bathroom. And I whisper back and I was like, just wait. It's almost over. You know, just give it like five minutes and we can go. And Aaron's like, I think we're in an emergency situation here. I got to go do this. (laughs) 
And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, just wait like five minutes. The church is going to be over. We can go to the bathroom. It's not a big deal. And then he's like, I don't think anybody's going to see me. I'm going to go now. So he's I said, in the front row. Yeah. So, so I said, okay. And then I turned to Q and whispered, who was behind us, hey, Q, you're up to join the wedding party. Now. I was in like five rows. <laughs> so now I'm going to turn this over to Tiff to the, for the story from an outsider's perspective. I, I do want to hear the aftermath with Barrett, too. So I think yeah. that's how we yeah. should. <laughs> that should be the progression here. So I think we were probably maybe like five or eight rows behind you. We weren't directly behind you. And all of a sudden, we see Aaron look at you, and he's like, I got a piss. <laughs> and Mike's like, just go, man. Just go. <laughs> and Aaron's like, I got a piss right now. <laughs> and Mike's like, you just got to do it, man. You just got to do it. <laughs> so, so Mike's talking like this is a, a, a sober conversation. And you're oh, saying and it's, it's nowhere it's near loud. that. Oh, yeah. It's very loud. They're not using their church voices? No, and the church is quiet. <laughs> like, everyone is going up to get, what did you call it, a blessing? Yes. I don't, yeah, so they're going up to get their blessing, so it's quiet. Everyone's getting up, and they're screaming at each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone knows what they're doing, and Aaron turns around looking like, yeah, I'm going to piss now. And he's looking, and he kind of gave a look like, why is everyone looking at me? And he runs away, and then Mike's, like, Probably stumbles back and like spots Q. He could have spotted anybody. No, I'm, I'm sitting with Tiff. We're yeah. like halfway through yeah. the groom side, and all I hear is Q, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been anybody, but his drunk vision zeroed in on Q. So he was up. So I'm hearing all of this. That's <laughs> so, your ex-wife. So Barrett's and sober at the altar. <laughs> I was I had a good buzz, but I was sober and I didn't want to she was nope. She was she was to my left and I was like, don't look over. Don't look over. So my best man was sitting across me and I'm looking at him and I he's got the fear of God in his eyes. He's like he's looking at me and at that point I could read his mind and he's saying, dude, don't don't look to your left. Don't look to your left. It's bad. So we get to the limo, and she goes, she was basically like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it, he had to pee. <laughs> so, again, another time, and it, we'll go back to the towards the end of the wedding, where Barrett's kind of forced to choose between his friends and his wife at the time. So when we get to the... I made a good choice. When we get to the, rece did. When we get to the reception, his... Ex-wife, sorry, Barrett, to throw you out. Um, Believe it or not, this marriage didn't last. <laughs> so she took an oddly long time to change, like, wedding dresses into, like, a reception dress or whatever. So Aaron, being the resourceful guy he is, set up, the best. like, a chair, like a folding chair, and jumped over it. So then he's like, I made that easy. And again, at this point, he's yelling at a church drunk. <laughs> so then he Doesn't set up like him. he set up like two chairs and he ran and jumped both of them. So he got up to like six or seven chairs. And she's taking like a long time to come out. And she walks out and she's like, What are you doing? And Aaron's like jumping chairs. And she looks and she was like, We gotta get announced and Aaron's like, Well, I got I gotta do this. And she just looks at Barrett for help and Barrett's like, Let's see if he can get it. <laughs> 
Like, that's a lot of chairs. <laughs> Baird looks at her. It's not just your day. <laughs> yeah, this is Aaron's chair jumping day. A lot of people came. <laughs> Didn't he jump over a homeless woman in Chicago? Oh, my God. I think in Boston, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. What, what about your bachelor party? When he ended up, he had to do the civil service the exam civil the next day. morning. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up just dropping him off in the middle of Boston and he, in a hotel room. He said he woke up and there was a trail of like his clothes to the bed, meaning like he was so drunk he just started like ripping clothes <laughs> off as he went to bed. And well, the take fact the that part of my uh, bachelor party was around where he needed to get dropped off. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, stayed in a hotel. Yeah. Like we all went home on the party bus, but. Right. Yeah, no, your bachelor party. Yeah, sorry, Q. So, so let me give one, let me give one more, and then if anybody else has it, feel free to jump in. But it's speaking of when he jumped the homeless woman, his brother's wedding was in Chicago, and there, in my mind, this is how it happened. So, um, Q, myself, and Aaron were it was late at night, and we're kind of thinking about: Do we want to keep the party going? Do we want to go to a different bar? Do we want to call it a night? And we're outside this bar called Miller's. And, again, this may not have happened the way I remember it, but I've talked to Q enough to where it sounds right, is we're sitting there and we're like, oh, Aaron, we're thinking about going down here. Do you want to go? And he's on his phone and he's just like, hold on. And he sends a text and it comes back right away. And we're like, what do you think? And he just goes, no, I have other plans. (laughs) And just sticks his hand up and immediately a cab pulls up. And we found out that somebody was texting him for him to go back to their room. (laughs) (laughs) And it happened that quick where, like I said, I feel like the cab was waiting down the street for a signal. It was so good (laughs) at everything, including hailing cabs. (laughs) Hailing cabs. That was a secret. That was a secret. Yeah. So anyone else got a good one before we call it? (laughs) All right. Take us home, Larry. Hey, thanks for listening. And uh, hold on. Rando Banter available on. Apple. Dude, gonna, if they're already gonna, listening, uh, they don't need to know well, where to listen to it. Well, you don't know. They're, new me- they're coming to YouTube, Christian, Mingle, and Jade, <laughs> which yeah. is good to know. Oh, yeah. excuse and me. And they're all like followers of Eric Quidadamo. No, oh, nobody yeah. knows who that is. To no, all my they're blue, the blue movie followers. Yeah. 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 Old bad and the movie. Movie. tax service. And now, <laughs> li- enjoy the sounds of blue movie. Here's Giggly Arana Namano Fonica. And the people that Barrett saved in a fire. All of the people he saved. He's holding up a zero. How many cats have you pulled out of a tree?